welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investors one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey everybody, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I'm so excited to be bringing you another episode of Business by the Book. So our motto here at Wonderful is people before profits. If that resonates with you, then you are at the right place. I am the right person. I am here to help you become a super successful real estate investor. And I'm also here to, uh, I have guests come on my show so you can like, you know, hear from other people how they're doing it. And I love this uh, session especially because I get to talk about God and I get to talk about Jesus and I get to share things with you. Excuse me, I got the hiccups from the Bible. I just started drinking this tea today. I think it's giving me hiccups. Mm. So business by the book. Um, I talk about just a lot of various things in the Bible, a lot about Jesus, what he said, a lot about running businesses and things like that. And this week I had a really interesting encounter and you know i always tell people like listen god is everywhere but we are not often aware or tuned in when god is sending us messages so we have an in and out burger in colorado now and you know if you've ever eaten that in and out on the bottom of their cups i don't have one but on the inside of their cups on the bottom there's a Bible uh, a verse. It's just like uh, Proverbs 24, 16. It doesn't say what it is. You have to actually Google it. So we went to uh, In-N-Out this week. And between my drink and Bill's drink and both of our French fries, there were four different Bible verses. And so I Googled all of them in the store. And I thought, wow, I can't believe because they all apply to what we have going on right now. Now, two of them I know by heart. So uh, the first one was Proverbs 3, 5. It's, it's probably like uh, Proverbs verse 3. It's uh, not just 5. It's probably 5, 6, 7, or 3, 4, 5. But it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Now that is a verse that ironically has been one of my go-to verses for decades. When I'm, when I'm going through something or just anything, um, I always think about that verse. So it's Proverbs 3, 5, and it's basically it says, um, Acknowledge Him in all your ways. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will set your path straight. So when you acknowledge him being Jesus with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, you acknowledge and accept him, he does help you 
set a straight path. And you might need a straight path for many things. You might need a straight path for your real estate investing. You might need your path to be straightened out because you're in doing drugs, alcohol, drinking, you're in an adulterous affair. Um, people aren't treating you right at work. Just so many things. It can mean so many things. If you really trust God to make your decisions and help you through things and acknowledge him and acknowledge his power, he will help set your path straight. The other one that was John 3.16, which was, of course, the first Bible verse I ever learned. I, I feel like uh, with Sunday school, that's the first Bible verse they teach all the children. So, But I've known it, I don't even know, since I was just a little kid. So John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he has sent his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him, shall not perish and have everlasting life. And then the next verse says, God did not send his son to condemn us, but to save us. And most people just read that one verse and go, oh, you don't believe in Jesus, you can't have everlasting life. It's like, well, read the next one too. And it's like, God didn't send Jesus to condemn us, sent him to save us. And so just so you know, the only path to heaven is through Jesus. He's the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to the Father but through him. So uh, I was excited to see, because I am going through a little something right now, personally, and I'm having just a minor, a couple little health issues, and um, I thought, crazy enough, I had rheumatoid arthritis, and, and I had to have my parathyroid surgeries, I have my big pirate scar on my neck, but now I have some sort of little hiatal hernia thing that's actually giving me trouble. I'm just like, <sighs> so it, and I, and I know it's like, okay, you know, that's fine. God will fix it. It'll be fine. Um, so it was just interesting that that verse was on um, my drink this week. Now, the other one, I'm going to actually Google. Um, and it's Proverbs 24, 16. And I love this one. So tw Proverbs 24, 16 is an encouraging verse. And it says, For a just man falls seven times, and he keeps rising up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. I thought, well, okay, I don't know, what's that? So a just man, a good, honest person, someone that follows Jesus, you're a good person. There's a lot of people that follow Jesus that, you know, it, listen, we've all heard stories about Christians that like scam people and you know, all that kind of stuff like that. But this is saying like a just man, someone that is honest and just, falls seven times and he keeps getting back up. So you fall down, you get up again. You fall down, you get up again. You fall down, you get up again. Keep getting up. I get knocked down, I get up again, whatever that song is. Anyway. And the wicked shall fall into mischief. It's like, mm, okay, so we don't want that. So uh, Proverbs was written by Solomon. Solomon was considered to be the wisest person that ever lived. And so I really like this. Uh, and by a righteous man, it literally means to be right, especially in a moral way. In their view, a righteous person 
not only does the right thing for other people, but they also follow the laws of their religion. So people like Martin Luther, this is what it says on Google, people like Martin Luther King are often called righteous. Um, on the other hand, this can be nice. People go, oh, they're so righteous, they're so religious, who do they think they are? It doesn't mean that. What the Bible, what it means literally, is in the view as a righteous person not only does the right thing for other people but they also follow the laws of their religion okay so it says a righteous man falls down seven times and gets back up that's what we do we we get something happens and we fall down and we get back up and we keep going we fall down and get back up and we keep going and we just keep doing that so proverbs is a really great uh bar it's a whole it's just such a great book if you, other than starting off with, you know, the red letters, if you've read all the red letters, you notice all the words of Jesus, and you're like, hey, I'm ready to start in a new book, read Proverbs. We're going to spend a lot of time in the next few months going through Proverbs, because there's a lot in there about our moral code, our conduct, how to treat employees, how to work, how to grow our businesses. Proverbs is a very wise, oh, I guess that's why Solomon wrote it. It's a very wise, wise, wise book. If you can be a proverb man and a proverb woman and a proverb business person, everything will go right for you. Okay? So I like that. And I like that it's not like being, oh, I'm so righteous. Eh, woo, look at me. It's being a good person, doing right for yourself and doing right for others. Okay? And, okay, now the other one was Revelations, which I found this one very interesting. Hold on. Revelations 3.20. See, I already brought these up. Um, and this one you hear me say all the time. So I was like, wow, I can't believe this is the one, Revelations 3.20. This is the one that says, Behold, I knock and I, and I stand at the door. I stand at the door and I knock. And you guys have heard me say this before because I've led you through a, a whole bunch of, of times of being able to like give your heart to the Lord. And I say, listen, all you got to do is just like knock and just say, hey, Jesus, I invite you in and make me yours. Work with me, help me, mold me, and, and just do whatever. So it says, so the verse, so the idea is Jesus is knocking on the door of our hearts and asking us to let him in. So <clears throat> I just thought like, wow. So it says, here I am. I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens that door, I will come in and eat with them. So it's just a really good verse. And so many times, and you know, the funny thing is, as I say that verse all the time, whenever at the end of my, my business by the book, I say, hey, listen, if you're not saved, I got Jesus, hey Jesus, today I opened my heart, uh, I let you in, and I did not know all this time that that was Revelations 3.20. <laughs> I know it's in the Bible, and I know it's in there a couple of times, and when that came up to it, I was like, oh, you know what, I should know that verse. I should know it's Revelations 3.20, because I tell people all the time, like, all you have to do is just, like, knock, and Jesus is like, just knock and open it in your door and let me in. And I'll come hang out with you. I'll be with you. I'll eat with you. I'll guide you. I'll be your guiding light. Like, I'm here. I'm knocking every day. Every day, Jesus is knocking on your heart. 
every day, knocking, knocking, just waiting for you to open the door. That is why we have what's called free will. And a lot of people that are not Christians will argue about free will and say, yeah, well, if God says you have free will, but you can't get to heaven without him, how's that free will? You're forced. And that's not what that means. If you don't believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, if you don't believe that and you say, no, I reject that, then, and you don't believe it, then you're not being punished by not believing. You're not receiving the gift of believing, which is salvation. So all the time I hear people say, oh yeah, but if it's free will, God's saying if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to go to hell. But if you don't believe in heaven and you don't believe in hell, to you there's no actual consequence. You're going to die, you are going to go to hell, and you're going to be like, holy hell, she was totally right, dang. But if you really don't believe or you're truly an atheist or an agnostic, you're like, ah, you know, I don't know, then it doesn't really matter. You won't believe these words anyway. So the free will part is like, hey, you can choose not to believe. You have that will. Now, is there a consequence? Yeah, but if you don't believe, you don't believe the consequence exists. I choose to believe because I do believe in heaven. I do believe in hell. I do believe that God is the almighty creator. I do believe Jesus was sent and died for our sins. I do believe the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I do believe that. So for me, my belief has this amazing consequence. I get to go to heaven. Okay. Now I have a few people that are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, God's forcing you. No, he's not. Because if you really don't believe in the heaven or the hell or the God or anything in your mind, you just die and you're done and that's it. And that's it. You'll be shocked <laughs> when you wake up. And Satan's going, oh, yeah, yeah, good for you. You never believe. You know, and people always say, like, you know, God tries so hard. Yeah, and, you know, here's the whole thing. Satan is the person that keeps us from believing. Here's the whole thing. Satan doesn't have to make you believe in him. He just has to make you not believe in God. Now, listen to that. Satan doesn't have to make you believe in him. You may be like, oh, there's no such thing as devils. There's no much thing as hell. There's no such thing. That's stupid. Why would a loving God send people to hell? You should go. You get to go to heaven because of your good deeds. So all Satan has to do, he doesn't have to make you believe that Satan, that he exists ever. He only has to make you think God doesn't exist or Jesus isn't the only path. There's a hundred paths to heaven. You could be a Buddhist. You could be a Muslim. You could be this. You could be that. There's all these paths. And when Satan has you believing there's a hundred paths to heaven, he wins. So it's not even that Satan wants you to not, wants you to blow. You know, that's Satan. We watch out for him. He's a bad guy. He doesn't even really care about that. That's why sometimes a lot of things do happen to Christians. Because Satan's always trying to steal our joy. So as long as he can make you believe that God or Jesus is not the only path, he wins. Hands down. Every time. That's why I want to spend this time always talking about Jesus and the things and the promises and the things in the Bible. So I really do love Revelations verse 320 because right from the scripture it says, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Every day, every day, every time you listen to me, 
If you're like, hey, Dwan, I've been listening to you do business by the book. <coughs> I've listened to 20 of them. I don't know. Every time, God's knocking. And you might have just got onto my podcast for the first time, and the first one you clicked was a Sunday business by the book. You're like, I don't know, not Bible stuff. God's knocking. Things like this don't just pop up on your screen, or preachers don't just pop up on your TV, or things don't just pop up. God is knocking, 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 knocking. And the cool thing is he'll never stop knocking. So all the days of your life, if you live to be a hundred, God will be knocking all the time, every day. Just waiting for you to get that little crack and say, you know what? Come on in. And then when you come on in, John 3, 16 rolls into place. It says, for God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall have everlasting life. And then Proverbs 3, 5 comes in. Hey, trust the Lord with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will set your paths straight. And then Proverbs 24, 16 is like, hey, you're a good, righteous person. If you get knocked down, get up. Knocked down, get up. God, get up. Get up, get up, get up. Keep doing the right thing. Keep your moral compass straight. So it's interesting how those four verses tell a story. God is knocking. Revelation 3.20. John 3.16 tells you why God sent him here. Proverbs 3.5 tells you to believe in him and have him set, straight, uh, set your path. And Proverbs 24.16 is like, hey, you may get knocked down. Get back up. I am with you always. Jesus says, I am with you until the end of time. The end of all time. All eternity. Always with us. So I felt like that was really worth talking about, that when I put my four verses together, they tell a story. So God is always out there. He's always trying to reach you and talk to you. and He's always, you know, always there. It's a matter of are you listening? Are you looking? Are you looking and searching? And if you'll start to pay a little more attention to some of the things that happen to you throughout the course of the day, you'll find that God is always with you. Always. So I really felt super excited about my In-N-Out experience. And plus, I had my favorite hamburger in the world and a big giant chocolate milkshake. <laughs> ah! So it was amazing. So be on the lookout. God is always trying to talk to you. So just be more mindful, pay more attention, and look for the tiny little things that come across your path. And you're like, hey, I think God is knocking, 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 waiting for you to open the door. It's as simple as that. Open the door and say, hey, Jesus, today I open the door, open my heart, I invite you in. That's it. You're saved. I love this one. I was really excited to do this today. I've been like just so excited. All right, guys. Same bad time, same bad channel. The truth is in the red letters. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Oh, for more information on how to make your, your real, real estate, estate dreams, dreams a reality, reality. keep an eye on wonderful.com and be sure to become a member.